Are you ready for the past The only real deal Patriot Post Game Show. Welcome into the Pats Nation, the real Patriots postgame show presented by Corso and Catone. That airs every Saturday night at 7 p.m. You can join Mark and I on Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel, home of the heated hotline. Week four of the NFL season sees Mr. Brady come home to New England where the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers played the New England Patriots and survived the New England Patriots, beating them 19 to 17 alongside Chris Corso, alongside Mark Catone and Joe Guarneri. Our producer director is literally alongside me. He's about three feet away. I uh, am in New England. We were at the game and now we are with you. You're with us on YouTube. He's got us up live. The chat is going. So make sure you chat in, call in. Uh, 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. Again, other than YouTube, you can catch us on Podbeam or anywhere that you podcast. Check us out on Twitter, at Corso underscore Catone, at Corso underscore Catone. And you're going to want to check out those tweets, right, Mark? Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mark was uh, Mark and I were in the stadium, and he was sending out some inter interesting uh, tweets last night. Uh but, yeah, we're joining you one day later following that game. And, again, the Patriots dropped their third uh, home game, 19-17. to 17, And we're going to get into all of it, Mark. A lot to unwrap here. We have Mac Mania, our Sunday stiff, and our final Brady versus Belichick segment. But, Mark, listen, um, you know, to stop, before we get into Mac Mania, listen, this was a huge event, right? And what do you think? Did it live up to it? What were your impressions? Well, I mean <laughs> – I think the pregame stuff and, and all that stuff. And then when Brady came out and he did his let's go in, in, in the visiting stadium, which I don't think he really, I don't think he does that in any visiting stadium, but of course he did it here. And and he, the, the reaction he got was like a huge ovation and they started chanting Brady, but then that was it. And then after that, I think you kind of saw him get some, some booze at times, right? During the course of the game, Chris, we definitely heard it when he came out as a whole team with Tampa Bay. Um, so, you know, I, I get. I don't necessarily know if the game lived up to the hype. Like, you know, it was nineteen seventeen. Defenses played well, I think, but 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 I don't know if the game lived up to the hype. People thought they were going to see. They thought they want to see Brady go through five six touchdowns. I did too, which that didn't happen. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it lived up. You know, it lived up to the hype. Um, I, to me, it lived up to the hype for us. You know, because we we wanted to see. Not only do we want to see a good game, we wanted to see the Patriots possibly win this game. I mean, I know that we, I know that you and I uh, thought that they were going to get, they, listen, they thought they were going to get their ass kicked. I mean, that's what you and I both, both thought um, yeah. was yep. going to happen, and that didn't happen. So, I mean, the game to me itself turned into a good game, but I don't, you're right. I don't think it, it, it lived up to um, exactly what people thought it would be, which would be Brady coming in here and kicking the living crap out of New England, right? And it didn't, yep. that didn't, that didn't happen. But the, didn't happen. the the event itself, Mark, this was like a major, I mean, I don't think people realize what a major event this was around the country. I mean, yeah. and a shout, shout out to, you know, our, one of our loyal listeners, Steve, uh, Steve's in Colorado and he, he actually drove to Chicago uh, to be with his dad, his father uh, to watch just to, you know, so they could watch this game together among other games. So, I mean, you know, so we, 
and, and he and he's listening in now. I know he is. So we, Steve, we appreciate you listening along with your father. It's a new a new listener to the show. So Mark, like Steve, a lot of people are getting get together for these watch parties, right? Yeah, they did. I think that was happen. That was definitely happening all over New England. But I think it was happening all over the country because let's face it, Belichick and Brady and the Patriots were hated during that one year run. Right? We were hated. And 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 I think people wanted to tune in just to see what would happen with Brady Belichick and, and and would there be a would there be a meeting after the game on the field would they would they go up to each other after the game and I think everybody was waiting to see you know because they know how how Belichick can be and 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 they did go up Belichick did go up to him after the, the game on the field and and he went into the locker room and met him privately even after that which was a little bit surprising to you and I Chris when we heard that. You know, and, and we'll get more into that when we get into the Brady Belichick um, section. But, um, you know, yeah, I definitely think it was the second most watched Sunday night football game in history. Mark, I think it had to be it had to be the we, I mean, look, it was being billed as the biggest off the biggest regular season game in history. And I, and I think it was I think it, it, it yeah. lived up to it. it had all the pageantry that you would want from a game like that. Without I mean, when's the last time, Chris, on a random game, a random regular season game? I mean, the Patriots have got fireworks at halftime. Yeah, you know, we we mentioned that too, Mark and I. As you, like we keep talking about, we were in the stadium last night, Mark. Do you do you actually do you remember? Could you see that at that point? I don't know if at that point you were. Ah, still... Of course, I did. <laughs> but but no, yeah. Listen, they had the fireworks. They had a lot of display. It was just was a yeah. huge. It just felt different. I mean, Mark and I have been to. God, Mark, how many games have you been to? Hey, I've been to a ton, and we've been to—I've been to every flag raising, right? So every every flag raising I've been to, and it, that it just last night just had a different feel, right. even to the flag raising night. And though, yeah, and those are significant moments. Those, those yes. flag raising uh, games are a big a big games. Those are big moments, and this yeah, this was every, and I'm with you on those. Yeah, they're every bit. This was every bit as big as that, and the crowd, Mark. Comment on the crowd. What did you think of the crowd? Well, the crowd, Chris, even on the flag raising nights, the crowd has never been in the stadium. As many fans have never been in that stadium during warm-ups, they were waiting for Brady to come out to warm up. The place was filled with fans. Even when they raised a the flag, that never happens. They, they, they're in the parking lot drinking and, and, and doing eating and stuffing their faces and all that, right? right? And and they don't cut. They come in just before the game starts so they can see the the ceremony, right? But they don't. They, they're not there like they were last night. And the other thing was Chris and I thought I was gonna have to pull Chris off a couple of guys last night. Was the number twelve jerseys and they got them split in half. Half is Tampa and half is New England. He's chasing people down the hallway in the in the hotel. Yeah, um, Mark. The, the, and that's the funny thing with with um, the what you're talking about coming into the stadium. The weird part for me was when we were down, so we were down at the thing. And, and by the way, again at Corso underscore Catone. Check out check out the tweets because Mark put some of these videos up that we were that we were taking from inside the stadium. The weird thing is, is when you came down the bottom there, um, normally you look to the right. That's where the Pats come out, right? From yep. their sideline to the right-hand side. Only now the whole crowd was veered to the left. Everybody was looking to the visitor's locker room. That was strange. Yeah, that was so strange. when he came out and did his, it was it was like looking at it in the mirror. Yeah, you know, when he, came out, when he came out and did his let's go nonsense, it was the other end of the stadium. When it was happening, you know, so it was a little, it, it was, was a little backwards, but, um, but we, you know, 
as far as the crowd goes, Mark, and I know we got to get into it, into the game, but I was proud of the fans and the crowd because what was the thing, Mark, I was saying to you the whole You the thought whole it was going to be a Brady love fest, and you said, you know what? <laughs> yeah, he, he was great while he was here, but we got to win a goddamn game. It's, it's, it, we're the Patriot, we're Patriot fans. You got to win a game. And you know what? We'll give him his accolades after he's retired. He wants to come have a big ceremony. We'll have a love fest for him, but not tonight. Not last night. That wasn't the night for a love fest. You want to kick his ass and win a football game because you're one and two. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's 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 what I was worried about. But you know what? The fans, honestly, it, it went well. It went different than I expected it to, like you said. I, you know, they cheered. When that moment happened, he came out to let's go. You know, everybody cheered him. They chanted Brady, Brady, Brady in warm-ups. Then they went back in the locker room. Everybody got to their seats. They did a little 30-second to one-minute video montage of his, you know, days here in New England right before they announced the Tampa, right, the team coming out. And then when they announced Tampa, they announced him individually and the Tampa team. He led them out. And, Mark, that's the thing that that made me proud, okay, because – and that made me proud, but actually the next thing did. But that was probably, what, 60-40, Mark? 60, yeah. boo, 60 cheers to 40 boos percent. Yeah. Yep, when they yep. came out, when the whole team yep. was announced for Tampa, yep. then when they brought Tampa on, when Tampa took the field for the first time, the offense, right? He got booed. He got booed. And that's where I was proud of our fans, right? I was yep. proud of everybody out there. I was proud of all you people because now it became a football game, right, Mark? How'd you feel about that? No, that was good. Yeah, it became, listen, we're Patriots, right? And and it became about the Patriots, not not Tom Brady anymore. It was about the Patriots. And you know what? Screw you. They booed him. You're on you're on you're on the visiting sideline now, pal. You're not you're not here as one of us. Right, exactly. It's time to play football. Yeah, exactly. We love you, we appreciate you, but not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight we need to win a football game. And Mark, they almost came uh, close They're to almost, uh yeah. to doing that. So so yeah, Mark, so let's get into um you know, let's get into that now. So we, you know, because it, look, there was still a football game to be played even after all the stuff. I and mean, look, even even our show, even this right now, with ten minutes talking about the pageantry of well, it. Yeah, had the fans to though. I mean, we had to. Mark, we had this to. Is, this is what it was. But hey, let's let's get right into the game now. Let's get into Mac Mania, Joe. So, Mark, rate his performance. How 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 do you feel that uh, Mac Jones did? I thought he played well, Chris. I, I thought he played really well. I mean, I mean, you know, I I think he he in, in my opinion he he outplayed Brady. Um, you know, uh, was he perfect? No, he, there were plays out there he missed, and, and I know you're going to get into one of those plays that way where he he dumped off to to, to Hunter Henry, and he had Bourne sprinting across the field for a big game. Possibly he could have went up the sideline for, for a touchdown. And I know Chris will get into that. He wasn't perfect, but Chris, at one point, he, he, he connected a 19 straight passes. So, so the kid, the kid was not overwhelmed by the night or by the situation or by the game. He, yeah. he belonged on the field and he belonged there and he showed it. And, and, and I thought the kid more than held his own without question. Well, he was he was thirty one for forty for two hundred and seventy five yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. And listen, I don't, I, I, I know I sound like I've been an apologist for this kid for the first four weeks of the season. Anytime he makes a mistake or throws a pick, not any mistake, but anytime he throws a pick, because this is what his fourth. He's thrown four now yeah. on the season. Yeah. 
that pick wasn't his either. I don't put that on him. Well, listen, Chris, we talked about it in the stadium when it happened. So you don't you don't have and you talked about this, Chris. We were watching um games before the obvious Patriot game. We were we were down there all, all day. And and Chris we, there was a game, one of the games we were watching, guy goes up and grabs a ball over a defender. And Chris is like, We don't have a guy that can grab a 50-50 ball on our team, a receiver that can fight do that. for it. Yeah. Fight for it right now. And the ball Jones threw, should he have thrown it? Eh, probably not. However, I it might have been 60, 60 40 balls, 60 defense, 40 offense. But our offense, our receiver's never going up to fight and get the ball. The ball tips and it's intercepted because our receiver just can't go up and get it. And I think that was Aguilar too on that. Yeah, it was it was Aguilar, yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah, I I I watched it again today and you know, I looked at the play and Aguilar could have went up and, and fought for that ball. My, right, but Jones put look, Jones put it in a spot that he Jones put it in a 50-50 spot. He put it in a spot that, you know what, you know, now maybe it's a maybe it's a pass. Maybe you should try to go somewhere else. But Mark, let's not forget what was happening to him on that on the play. There was somebody, there was somebody in his face as he released that ball. You know, in his like face. It and was on many throws last night. All friggin' night again. All night again. But you're right. He was 19 in a row at one point. And to me, that's why I have and we're gonna get into this the, the fourth down decision, but or the fourth down decisions throughout the game. But that's why I was in favor of giving that kid a shot on fourth and three, you know, instead of kicking that field goal at the end, because I thought he came through in many spots last night. And I thought he would come through in that situation again, you know, for him versus try a kick that is not, you know, for, for folk is not really makeable. And Chris, the, the, the play before that, Jacoby Myers was open. I mean, the defender made a, a real good play batting the ball down for Tampa. Jones made the right read. He had Myers open like in the middle for like an eight, nine yard gain. It was a first down. And the guy for Tampa made a good play, knocking it down the, the lineman. So, I mean, do you trust he makes the right read again on fourth down? I, I mean, I think I personally would have rather than, like you said, Chris, try a 56 yard field goal with Falk. But Belichick said it was never an option. It wasn't, it wasn't even under consideration. I mean, we'll get into that maybe a little later, but, but he said it wasn't even in the consideration. I, I listen. I don't know how it could not be, Mark. You know, not just for the reason, the only reason of, um, not just for the only reason of, of can he do it or can he do it? There's 59. There's a minute left on the clock, so if you do hit the field goal, full if folk doesn't hit the cross, uh, the uh, the upright, all right, and if and, and it goes through, well, guess who? Guess who you're giving the ball to with a minute left and two timeouts? Two timeouts, yeah. And all they need is a field goal. So for that reason too, at least call a timeout. Yeah, I know the rain was starting to come down a little hotter at that point, but at least call a freaking timeout. Talk about it. Come to the sideline. Say, all right, let, let's discuss this for a second. I don't know. I, I had a problem with that. I know we'll get into that. But as far as he goes, yeah, nineteen in a row. I thought he. I thought he managed that team really well. He was under friggin' the rest mock all night again. All night again. You know. And so, Chris, let me ask you this though. So. The only thing I guess we could say is, <clears throat> does he still, in, in some situations, need to get rid of that ball a little quicker? Only, only, I'm only saying that because you know your offensive line is terrible. I mean, at this point, the kid knows his offensive line is terrible. Mark, yeah. The problem is, is, is it's hard. It's hard with the quarterback. 
Because you're training a quarterback to go through his reads, to go through progressions, have an internal clock in his head. Okay, one one thousand doing. You know, he's got the clock in his head. He knows when he gets rid of the ball. Yes, there are times, and I said it to you. He held the ball too long. That's on him. You know, you sacked four times in this game. You know, but he was hit a hell of a lot more than four times. Yeah. You know, and one of the on one of those occasions, you, you know, you and I both said it. He, he held him the ball. You got to get rid of it. You know, there's nobody there. Just step up, throw the ball away, and be done with it. He's still a rookie. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the game is being played at a different speed, right? So, I mean, yeah. to me, the game's being played at, at a different speed, and you don't have three number one wide receivers like he had in Alabama running out for the ball. Right. Exactly. So, again, to me, I thought I thought he played again. I'm gonna say same thing we've been saying for weeks. I thought he played a fantastic game. And listen, I know everybody. It looks like I'm looking down right now, but I'm actually looking at Mark on the screen. So you know, completely different setup here. Getting adjusted to it. Bear with me. Mark is in nice in his cozy little section. Mike knows he's, you know, Mark, you may have to lead it all here tonight. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, and I don't know how you guys get used to doing this stuff so late at night. My God, I'm ready to fall asleep. Three hey, hour difference for Joe, me. Joe, he's like an old man. And we went back to the room last night. He passed out. I'm watching, I'm listening to post game. He's over there drooling on himself. <laughs> I think drooling strong. Yeah, you might have been drooling. You might have had a hot tamale falling out of your mouth, too. <laughs> I brought him some red hot. Well, listen, Joe, thank you for that. Uh, I don't know. Mark, can you hear him okay? I, I couldn't hear what he said. No. Okay. But... That's all right. So um, he said he, he said he said he found some hot. He found a full box of hot tamale. So, therefore, I must not have been. Uh, you know, pulling my full weight because I wasn't eating all the candy last night, right? No, giving away, no. Giving away all my little secrets. Don't start. Not everybody's going to start sending uh, hot tamales now to us. So, uh, yeah, Mark, listen, um, I thought he played well. I know we got to get into the rest of the offense, um, but I thought he did fine. I thought he's not, again, he's not a reason. I would have given him the shot on fourth down. I would have allowed him to get it because you know what? He completes that game. You, you kick well, the Chris, ball to win the game. We said this last night as we were walking out of the stadium. If number 12 is on our side of the field, are you kicking that? No. So why wouldn't you give Mac Jones the same shot? You're not kicking that if, if Brady if Brady's on your – even the 102 Brady, I, I don't think you're kicking – I think you're giving him the, a chance. You would have at least, at least about taken it. the timeout. Yeah, exactly. And Instead of taking the timeout yes. yep. to the locker room with you. So – so listen, that Mac Mania segment was uh, was presented by Special Sauce Podcast Startup Finance and Drive Yourself to Success, SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Mark, listen, um, getting through to the to the rest of the offense now, look, I I mean, talk about the offense. Let's talk about We have to talk about the offensive line, Mark, okay, because this, this continues to just be just a nightmare uh, for the Patriots this season. It was supposed to be the strength, Mark. What is going wrong? Well, I mean, I get Trent Brown. Is Trent, does Trent Brown, is he that important to this offensive line, Chris? I, I don't know. Maybe he is. I, I, I mean, the guy that's a huge disappointment, Chris, they benched him yesterday, is the left guard. Uh, was it Owen? I forget. Uh, no, Owen. Owen I, I always mispronounce his name. But yeah. Owen he Nui. had a good year yeah. last year, Chris. And you, you don't. He's on the bench. They benched him last night. He's playing so damn bad. So you spent $100 million on tight ends. 
maybe you should have spent 50 for one and used the other 50 to help keep, keep Joe Tooney. Yeah. How about, that? How about that novel idea? Because now your offensive line is in shambles, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, listen, it, it, it's, it's, I can't even understand. I can't even figure it out again. I mean, coming into this game, Jones was hit, and I don't have the numbers as to how many times he's been hit. Okay. But this guy's been hit so many, so many, so many times this it's, season already ridiculous. In, in four games. And then he gets it's sacked ridiculous. again four times last night. He still maintains the composure. So, I don't know what the hell's happening. It's not even happened. him getting hit. Th th what was their rushing total last night? What was the rushing total? Negative, the uh, it, not much. It, I think it was negative one. Minus How one How do yard. you rush for negative one yard? And At I watched, home. And I watched a lot of that today. And yes, they're good up front. We said that they were good up front. Yeah, we knew they were good up front. Okay. Um, they clearly sold out. But what's funny, Mark, is how bad is that secondary sucked so bad for them, the Bucs. Um, when you have to put Richard Sherman, uh, we'll get into that in a second. So but Chris, but, but Chris, does, does that but what does that tell you about our receiving core? We only scored well, 17 points. Well, 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 we'll get to that in a second. But as far as the offensive line goes, yeah, I think the Bucs figured we would try to, you know, the Patriots would try to run the ball to keep Brady off the field and so on. But Mark, they couldn't move anyone. That offense, this our offensive line couldn't move a single human body. There was nothing. There were no creases. There was nothing for Harris. There was nowhere to get through. Nothing on the edge. Nothing between the tackles. I didn't even see a lot of. I didn't even see a lot of movement on the offensive line. I didn't see traps happening. I didn't see a lot of. I didn't see a lot of pulling the guards pulling Chris, how to about, open anything how about, up. Nothing. How about the but Chris, not even that. How about the communication piece? How about that play? You lost your mind <laughs> on that one play. Hey, we're walking back to the hotel. He's trying to explain it to some guy that had so many drinks. He didn't even know where he was. The guy was falling in the on the sidewalk. The guy was walking in puddles, singing and skipping. And this nut is trying to explain this play to him. This is the play. This is what <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark says to me. He, Mark said, okay, look. I thought you were showing me something. I'm like, what's he showing me? Why is he, why is he trying to show me yeah, that? No, this he is, threw that last night. See, I this is what the, you were on the, the only view there, Mark. Like, you were See, this is things. this is why this is so strange right now. Because Joe's sitting right there. He's about two feet away from me. So every time I make some kind of hand gesture or movement, I see him over there scrambling, Mark. He's scrambling, looking at pushing this button, pushing that button, the but other listen, button. Listen, Joe, what he just showed you, he drew up before the game as we were watching games because it was a play that he does with his high school team. He was trying to explain to me a coverage no. against some team they were playing. Well, well, there was that, but this, this was, this was what I saw at the happen with the New England, with the Patriots last week as to why they were having so much trouble protecting Mac Jones. You which should was fax, this. fax that in to, to Patriots. I should fax that in, fax right, in. There, right there with the, my game notes like that, you know? What I, what Mark, what I was simply, it's, it's simple. You know, it's like Mark says, it's communication on the offensive line. So much of what they're doing out there on the O line is, is, is communicating centers, talking to God, God's talking to the tackle. And they're talking about how they're going to handle what they're seeing in front of them. You know, what kind of, because it's the NFL. Look, they, they're bringing different things at you on every play and there's reads just like, you know, wide receivers read, read things to run the routes. Well, offensive linemen read what's happening in front of them. And then they have a plan for every situation that they see come, yeah. right, Mark? Yeah. So, yep. so in this situation, 
you know, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to get all, you know, X's and O's on everybody. But like when you have, when there's two human bodies here that are trying to block two human bodies on that side and they cross like this, well, you got to know the plan for that, right? I mean, the guard and the tackle need to know, am I crating my guy off if he crosses over to you? Are you? Am I picking your guy up if he loops around to me? And that's what they're not doing. It's simple, simple stuff like that, Mark, that they're not communicating to each other. I and mean, you saw that too last night, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. It, it happened numerous times, Chris, numerous times. And that's how yeah. guys are coming free to smack Mac Jones in the face every single yeah. time that's happening. So. Yeah. The offensive line's a problem. It continues to be a problem, and it's not going to stop. I don't know how, Mark. I don't know the answer. I don't know the fix to it. Somewhere, Dante Skarnack here must be. He must be drinking like you never. He must be drinking like a fish because like he are. must be dying watching these games. Skarnack here. He must be in the kind of shape that you were in after I that was, game. Listen, I was good last night. I gotta say, <laughs> I was good. And as far as the receiving card goes, Mark, you talk. It was better. It was a little I mean, better. better. But, but, but you know, Aguilar, again, Aguilar still, you know, he, um, uh, let's see. The, 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 Listen, I'm going to use your line, Chris. If being there live last night, that was the first game I've gotten to this season. He doesn't pass the eye test. Yeah. He had three he, receptions. He, he just doesn't. Yards. The kid who looked pretty good last night again, Chris, is the kid born. Born look okay. Five, listen, he had five, five, att- five attempts, five receptions for fifty-eight yards. Per- he's one hundred percent on everything was thrown to him. And then there was a crosser that he had somebody beat that Mac Jones didn't see him. Um, and by the way, Jones had one, one oh, oh shit moment too, when he threw that ball like he tried to pull, pull him a Holmes. Oh, in the red zone, crosses at the end, crosses yeah. body, and he, he immediately was like, oh, I got away with one there. Yeah, so yeah. he's still a rookie. But yeah, five for five for Born. Myers again. I told you, Mark Myers is going to be the go-to guy all season long, and he was eight receptions off twelve targets for seventy yards. Um, Aguilar three three receptions five for five attempts. Chris, there was a tight end sighting last night. Both tight ends scored last night, which we've been waiting for. Now their catches are still, you know, for you know Hunter Henry had four receptions off five targets uh, for thirty-two yards and a touchdown. And Jonah Smith had three uh, or five attempts, 14 yards and a touchdown, which is still, to me, for Smith, is still a little bit invisible. No? I mean. Yeah, and I, and I don't know, Chris, if he's is still coming back from, from being dinged up in uh, the summer. Remember, he, he missed a couple of weeks of uh, preseason. And, and yeah. I don't know if he's just starting to get back to himself and get healthy. Who the hell knows? I don't know. But last week against, the last week, Chris, against New Orleans, he had all those drops. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, obviously, so hopefully I mean, the, this starts to get the tight ends involved more. I don't know. I hope so. At least catch the touchdowns like they did last night. And your buddy Nikhil Harry was on the field. Oh, your friend, your favorite friend from the Pac-12. Chris, how about that that great pass interference they called on him? He 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 read the route. He was knew what he was doing. Everybody, <laughs> you know, it, it, so it was a play in the first quarter. Okay, it was on the Tampa sideline. No, Harry, like the second half of the game. Was that the second half? I didn't yeah, think so. Yeah, I think so. it was the like third quarter. Wasn't it fourth quarter? I don't know. Well, it was a pass interference call they called against, uh, against, against Tampa. Against Sherman. And it was on the Tampa sideline, and, and it was a comeback route. A comeback route, a back shoulder throw, people you know it as, where the receiver runs down the field and stops hard, comes back, and the ball's already on the shoulder, right? Um, that was That was definitely the play, okay, because that's when Mac Jones threw the ball, and I know he was right. 
and they threw the flag on Sherman. But, Mark, I don't think Harry had any idea that that was a comeback route. Nope. He looked like he, he, he was, was never, he was never going up the field. Nope. <laughs> Sherman, listen, Sherman knew the route. Sherman grabbed at him because he figured I'm beat if he turns. If he goes but, to the comeback. But, but yeah. Harry never turned his head. Nothing. You're right. Harry didn't know what the play was. Sherman knew the play, but Harry right. didn't. And everybody around us is yelling and screaming and like, yeah, yeah, good job. We got the penalty. And I looked at you, Mark, and I said, he had no idea what that route was. <laughs> Harry had no idea what the hell he was running on that route. He just took the – he didn't even know there was a – he didn't know the flag. He didn't know what it was for. I mean, he wasn't, oh, like, looking Christ. for the flag. I mean, you know, oh. so – yeah, we've already spent too much time talking about that guy, you know, yeah. um, yep. Mark, the running backs. Um, well, the running backs, Chris, you can't fault them. The offensive line stinks. Yeah, but we've been. Although been, do you, I guess you could talk about Taylor. I've been screaming. You, you and I have been screaming for Taylor. Right. Yeah. And even in that game last night, I was screaming for Taylor. You know, the kid on well, the field. I, you, whole, you may not see. He may be in purgatory for the rest of the year now, though. Because I can't stand Bolden. I want Bolden gone. I, I I just I'm just sick and tired of Brandon Bolden. Like I've had enough of him. I don't want to see him anymore. I'm sick of well, him getting back returning kicks. And now that was he a had a much better that game. A key, than- that was a key fumble, Chris. You're driving. Yeah. You're probably getting points at that point in the game. And, and and listen, he didn't even get hit. That wasn't even a hit to fumble a football. He just it was just a bad play, real bad. It was bang bang as he turned, but still, uh, uh, you're a professional football player. You're gonna hang on to that ball. So, Chris, maybe cannot... that'll that'll force them to activate Stevenson next week. Because I don't know, but Stevenson, Chris, in preseason was going out out of the backfield catching balls. Like I just don't understand what the issue is with him that they won't put him on the field. They're doing the same thing they did to Harris last year. It's like a redshirt year. I don't I don't like that. I don't get that. No, I don't. All right, it. that irritates me. And yeah. now, okay, and now with friggin. And now you're right. JJ Taylor's going to be in purgatory now too. He's going to Belichick dog. So that house. means Never... you're going to get a steady dose of your buddy Bolden. That's it. I'm stopping it. I'm not watching football anymore. <laughs> That's it. I've decided. There's no more football watch for me because if that. So yeah, there's not more. There's not much to talk about uh, with the running backs. Okay, uh, the offensive line sucked again. Okay, and and yeah. Mac Jones played good. Not much to talk about with the running backs uh, except this: you can't turn the ball over and win in the NFL. No, and we've been That's turning it. the ball over every week. It's nothing that Tampa's defense. And you know what? If you can't take advantage of Tampa Bay's defensive secondary, that even when and then when Davis went out, they were relying on a guy they picked up four days ago that was playing video games the week before. You know what I mean? He only scored 17 points. Not good. That has if that's one of the things that you look well, everybody walked away from this game feeling good because we can hang with Tampa, right? I mean, if we can hang with Tampa, we can hang with anyone. What you shouldn't feel good about is the fact that that secondary sucks so bad. And you can Tampa only put up Bay's defense points. was so depleted, Chris. So yeah, you hung with them against a depleted defense. Imagine if their defense was healthy. Yeah, I'm. I, I I can't. I can't imagine. And now I know what it feels like, Mark, um, to have Joe in my face telling us that we need to get the break. <laughs> right now. There you go. <laughs> He's actually in my face. So when we come back, we're going to talk defense right after this. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce? If you don't have anyone that's going to give you the right advice, how do you do 
we've been discussing where we live and what areas do we want to always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance, and drop. We are Special Sauce Back in with the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. And, Mark, listen, um, the defense, going to the defensive side of the ball, Mark, listen, you take it. I, 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 thought, they played, I thought they played a great game. Give me your thoughts. They played defensively. I thought they played well, Chris. I, I mean, considering, um, you know, you're playing against Brady and those receivers. Um, I think Judon had a great game. Um, Judon played. He played hard. He, he he did what he was supposed to do. We got pressure on Brady, even when he didn't get 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 him. He was he was close a few times. He was close. He he had Brady looking for him on the field, um, which is what he's supposed to do. Um, and and Chris, I will say this. I I know you and I were complaining last night, but the secondary played. I went back and and watched some of the game as well today. Um, the secondary played. Better than we gave them credit for, I think. You and I were all over J.C. Jackson and Jalen Mills last night live. But listen, when you looked at Chris Godwin's stats, Mills was on him almost all night. Godwin's going to get, he's going to catch some balls, obviously. He has to. He's that good. But Mills did not do that bad of a job, Chris, when you really go back and look at it. And I know you we watched it again today. And J.C. Jackson struggled against Evans. Yes, he did. But when he needed to come up with some plays, he did, you know, and, and, and Evans missed some balls that were drops that he should have caught. So so I would say the, the secondary, if I was going to say the one part of the team that could, you know, maybe they weren't at the top of their game, but they played well, Chris. I mean, let's face it, they only gave up, what, 17 points, 19 points? I, I mean, come on, you know? Yeah, I mean, they gave up. They gave up 19, you know, the set, the team as a whole gave up 19 points. But listen, Tom Brady was was 22 of 43 for 269 yards. But mock the so 269 yards. That's not I mean, that's a lot of yards. It's a good night. It's a decent night. It's not. But uh, for him, that's not a ridiculously over the no. top. night. And the percentage mock. Look at the percentage. The percentage isn't very good. I mean, 22 of 43. So you missed on half your throws. Chris, what they did last it's 50%. night. 50%. Is that 50%? Did I miss it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what they did last night, Chris, was, and, and and they've done this in the past to Peyton Manning. Belichick's done it. He's done it in the past to Mahomes. Um, He he dropped guys back. It, it, sometimes they only rushed three guys, four guys, three guys. He dropped guys back, and he tried to bait Brady to throw the ball over the middle, and he had like that Teddy Bruschi guy in the center of the field waiting to pick it off if he did. And and to Brady's credit, he he didn't get he didn't no. fall into that trap. However, he didn't have the places where he wanted to throw the ball either. And he had to either throw some over guys' heads just to get rid of the ball or miss throws, force throws. But Belichick did to him what he's done to so many other quarterbacks with the defensive scheme. And and they've got good receivers, but he still couldn't get the ball to them. Well, yeah, I mean, Evans Evan caught seven passes, but off 12 targets. Yeah. That's basically 50%. You got yeah. Antonio Brown, seven on 11, 
who, by the way, you know, Tony Brown's jumping up, dropping the ball, doing like nice. he caught he caught seven passes for 63 yards. Okay, you know, God bless you. If that's the best game you ever have, you know. And then Godwin, you know, we thought you're right. We thought Mills got eaten up by Godwin. Godwin only had three catches off five five attempts. Um Mills played when you go night. back and look at it, Chris, right. Mills played better than we thought. It was a couple of key spots that pissed us off. Yeah. It's okay. hard during the game when you're live seeing it. Although I saw the I saw the offensive line breakdowns live, no problem there. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, so so again, a fifty percent night for Brady is not. If anybody thinks Mac Jones didn't outplay Brady, then I don't know what the hell game you were looking at. I really, really don't. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Because Mr. Brady did not not outplay anybody last night. Yeah. He came in and he looked like a pedestrian quarterback. An average NFL quarterback last night. He didn't do anything spectacular. He didn't look spectacular. He didn't do anything spectacular. And by the way, I'm going to say this next. This is the second game now, Mark, where Tom Brady has looked not like Tom Brady. Is that fair to say? I mean, the Rams. He looked. It he is, looked like a forty-four-year-old guy running around no, on the field. I don't know if he looked that that bad, Chris. He 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 played against the best defensive front in football the week before. Well, then, what do you yeah. say about last night? Then this is this. Well, the best last defensive night, Chris. I think he just played again. Listen, last night was tough, Chris. I think he knows us so well, and Belichick knows him so well. His tendencies, his reads, and what he what he's trying to to, to see on the other end of on on, on the offensive side of the ball. Um. I think it was a game where he came in here with a hell of a lot of emotion, emotions, I should say, running through his head. I cannot believe you're giving. No, I'm not giving him a pass, Chris. I'm not giving him a pass. I'm telling you that I don't think he looked like, I I don't think you're saying he looked like a 45-year-old man. I don't think, like, you're basically saying he's washed up. I said last week. I don't agree with, I don't agree with, all I'm saying is I don't agree with that. I'm not giving him a pass. We outplayed them yesterday, and Mac Jones outplayed him. But I don't think he's a 45-year-old washed-up man either. I'm not saying – I said last week against the Rams, he looked like his age. You know, that team made yeah, him – I don't, I don't, made, I don't they know. brought that out of him. Looked, they, they made 23-year-old guys look, look, look like that, so he didn't look like his age. Come on. Yeah. All, I, all I know is there's two games in a row where Tom Brady didn't look like Tom Brady. You know, and, and and so that's two games in a row. One of them is against the team, uh, the Patriots team that is still trying to find their way. Yeah, and it's, you know? but they're, but they're th- ultimately they're three and one. They're three and one. Yes, they are. They're three and one. And and you know, I'm sorry, but the Patriots. This to, last night, I, I'm happy with the way the defense played. Like I said, I I'm happy with the numbers. defense last night. Fournette. 20, 20 rushes for 91 yards, averaging four and a half. Uh, Jones, six rushes, 25 yards. So they, they rushed for 100. And again, another another team that rushed over 100 yards, 119 yards. But, Mark, this was a game where we said coming in, this was going to be the way. Force this team, you know, force this team to have to run the ball. Beg them to run the ball instead of throwing it all over the field. And that's what the Patriots did. Right. You know, Mark, I agree with you when you say – this was Brady Belichick. They knew each other. They knew each other. It was built that way, and it really turned out to be that way yes, because they know each other so well. And it was like, which guy? Because the hell with the cartoon. I didn't even know the. I didn't even realize Darth Vader was there on the sideline last night over there. With all they could have blo- put a blow up doll out there and said it was him for Christ's sakes instead of Arians. Yeah, we're ta- of course yeah, we're talking about Arians. Bruce Arians, who Mark refers to as cartoon character. Right. So, again, it was Brady versus Belichick as far as scheme, defense versus offense, and they were not giving in. last second field goal, 
that that you probably should have been 20 yards closer if you go for it, like you said. But listen, it, it, it came down to what it should have came down to. Those two guys battled it out. I mean, the teams battled it out. But ultimately, th- those two guys know each other so well, and it, it come down to a last-second play, field goal. Yeah, and 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 it it's it was cool. It was cool to see the chess match. And what I mean by that is, you know, the Patriots were begging them to run the ball, okay, and and they weren't. You know, Tampa wasn't going to try to give into that. They were going to they were continuing to try to force that ball in the second first half, right, Mark? Then in the second half, that's when the run started opening up for them. Yeah, but it was hard. Good. No good. No, it was hard for them to. It was hard for them without having the lead. See, Tampa wouldn't mean they could never get a lead. You know, New England kept having a lead on them and a lead on them, and so now we're just kind of pushing them to say, hey, you know what? We're gonna keep running the ball, guys. Keep run the ball, run the ball, and they did that in the second half, and they had some success. So, Mark, talk about our run defense again, because that's something that's we need to discuss. Well, too. the run defense, Chris, they still have trouble setting the edge, right? They're not setting. They still don't set. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Lawrence Phillips. If you watched him yesterday, if you paid attention to him, he had a good game. And I think Duggar, for the most part, had a good game. But they still struggle setting the edge. And and the Witcher got a bad game. Gotcha. Oh, my God. Ugh. There was, I mean, live, even live, I saw him, Chris, really get, get, get shuffled along. And guys were running right by him. And, I mean, you spent money on these guys. And, and the interior part of that defensive line just... They just can't. It, it, guys are getting three, four, five yards, and whenever they want to push, yeah, it's a problem, and it continues to be a problem. Even even Judon, even um, Judon didn't set the edge on one. I think it was Fournette that bounced to the outside. He and did. Judon got caught in, which you, that, that should never happen. It just shouldn't happen. It, it, not in this day and age. You That's the one edge. one aspect of the game yesterday, Chris. That I'd say the defense could have done better. Yeah, because they, anytime they wanted to run the ball, they could. You know, you, he said, I turned to you on third and it was like third and two, third and one at one point. And what I say to you, there's, they can get, they're going to get it. There's, there's zero, uh, Chris, he said there's zero chance we can stop them on this. And we didn't. Ever, ever, all season long, third and close, third and short, can't stop, can't stop anybody, anybody from running the ball. Okay. So oh. they've got to correct that. They've got to fix that problem. If they can, yeah. they spent yeah. the money to fix it. They should yeah. freaking be able to fix it. They better they haven't been able it. to, they haven't been able to fix it yet. But ultimately, that I don't believe that's what cost them in the game. You know, um, last night was was you know the inability to stop that type of run. But all in all, I thought they put pressure on them. They had guy. They did have guys in Brady's face. I thought Judon again for the fact that he didn't set that edge a couple of times. Otherwise, he had another great game. What do you have? Seven tackles, one sack. Yeah, kids. A play, he's a player. He's an absolute he stud. He's you just know, I a said, stud player. I said at the beginning of the season, this guy, you know, he could challenge. I mean, he's not going to challenge for NFL, you know, defensive player of the year because they just. Um, Chris Uche, though, it was on the field quite a few times, but never made his presence felt last night. No. no. And I don't know if he's still feeling the the, 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 the the injury, his back. They said he had a back, whatever. And the other guy looks lost out there. I mean, he's he didn't know whether he was on the field, off the field, cost us a, a timeout. Winovich. I don't understand. You know, that's the one guy that I told you, remember coming into the season, who's not going to make the team. And I said, and he made what it. if it's just this guy that, you know, I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't make the team only because he's a one-trick pony, he comes on for special situations. And, but, Chris, they, I, I mean, they, they're using him on special teams now. He was on the special teams team yesterday a few, several times, so may, maybe that's how we made the team. But I, he, 
I don't know. He's he's struggling defensively. And I, and I don't know if it was his fault is the reason why they had to call that timeout. I don't know. Or, or what, when he couldn't get off the field. But that that was um, not good. Not good by him. So and we're going to get into the Brady Belichick. We'll get into some of the coaching decisions. But, but yeah, Mark, I mean, I thought the defense – They look, the defense played well enough to win this game, did they? Yeah, they did. They absolutely played good enough to win the game, and they should they should have. You know. Listen, you said it, Chris. A lot of positives coming out of this game, and maybe we're turning the corner. I don't know, but the bottom line is this: against that depleted secondary, you had to score more than seventeen points, and we didn't. So, right. But I, I think the defense play played well. You can't. I don't think you can blame the defense last night. J.C. Jackson going to play a little better though, Mark. Against yeah. top, if he wants to get paid, he's going to play like against better against top yeah. flight yeah. Uh, wide receivers in this league. Yeah. So agreed. Mark, agreed. When we come back, our Sunday stiff, Joe. It's that time again for a timeout from Pat's Nation for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket... Or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Now back to Pat's Nation. Back in with more Pat's Nation, the only Patriots postgame show worth watching. Uh, Patriots drop to the Tampa Bay Buc- Buccaneers last night, 19 to 17. And Mark, uh, Mark, so Mark, you think everybody should be on this list that we're about to do, right? That's all I ever hear you say, huh? He's a stiff. This one's a stiff. That one's a stiff. So you know what, Mark? Let's get to our Sunday stiff. Mark, take it away. Who do you have tonight? This is too easy this week. Yeah, I think we're going to agree. See, offensive, that offensive line. You want to talk about a Sunday stiff, Chris. I mean, can they play any worse? I don't think you can play any worse. Never mind the, the, the lack of communication, uh, blown blown assignments, missed blocks, uh, uh, penalties, hold, holding penalties, uh, undisciplined. The offensive line, Chris, is like nothing I've ever seen with the New England Patriots. It's so unpatriot-like. It's in shambles. And I I forget who the offensive line coach is, Chris, but he's somebody I definitely would get rid of at the end of the season. He stinks. I mean, because this group is a mess. My Sunday stiff is the offensive line. For me, Mark, specifically, okay, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, but specifically, and I – I, I, I wanted to pronounce his name right so that I can dr- drill him into the ground. Owinu. Okay? Yeah. Owinu. Okay. Number 71. That's the Sunday stiff. He sucked. Not yeah. not not wasn't very good. Could have had a better game. No, he sucked last night. Okay? Two holding calls on one drive. And they were both legit holding calls. No, In they fact, were. It was a third holding call on the same drive. I think the referee felt bad for him. I think he actually felt bad for him and didn't throw a freaking hey, Chris, flag. you know what's the sad thing? It was the worst thing? one of the three that they didn't call. Chris, you know what the sad thing is? 
after they benched him, the guy they brought in for him, they blew right by him for two sacks. They're terrible, two Mark. Maybe not sacks, but two hits. Two Mark, immediate terrible. hits. Owenu Owenu is my Sunday stiff, and he deserves it. He deserves it. The whole offensive line doesn't. You know what, Mark? You know who else I'm going to give the, uh, 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 an honorable mention to on the Sunday stiff is David Andrews, yeah. because David Andrews needs to, he, he that's the captain of that that offensive line, mm-hmm. the center, and he is not holding that together right now. Mm-hmm. So it, that's to me, Mark. That's the Sunday stiff. Owenu, like you say, the offensive line, and as far as. And, Mark, for you, who gets to sit at the seat with us? So we can't name a Sunday stiff without na- having a Sunday seat. Chris, Who's last the guy night, that gets to sit with us at last the table night, and eat? Based on the way that game played out and, and, and based on how— I want to see if who did. you say is who I think. Go ahead. My guy is Matt, Matt is Judon last night. You, you I'm going to go Mark, Judon. That, and and, and that, that's a good—it's a, good, a great pick for a Sunday seat. I'd love to eat with that guy anytime because, you know what, that dude— that dude brings it every single game. For me, yeah. it's Mac Jones. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That's too goddamn no, easy. No, it's That's not too easy. Listen, in. no. Hey, you know what? It, it, did, Joe, did I come down on him? I uh, got to agree with you on that one. This this week, Matt, I think that the showdown this week was not Belichick, Brady. It was actually Mac Jones and Suck Up was the showdown. Because that's who the game really came down to. Was Mac Jones' performance and Suck Up's, you know, he missed that one kick, but. You got the other one, got him in. Do you know what I mean? Well, listen, Mark, the reason for me it's Mac Jones is because under the circumstances, you know, the, all of that crap that you're going to deal with as a rookie, yeah. you're a rookie quarterback, you're playing your first primetime football game, right? Yeah. And here comes friggin' the guy who built the joint comes walking in. Every head, I just told you, coming out of the gates, every head was turned looking to the visitors yeah. uh, and, and not you. And you come out and you perform and you you outplay that yeah, guy right. in you're his right. basically in his house. You basically told the fans, no, 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 this is my house now. Number twelve is gone. Number ten is here. That's my Sunday seat. I don't know. So Sunday Stiff was uh, was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. And so, Mark, this is the time that everybody's been waiting for, and it is it's 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 a bittersweet moment. Because it is our final Brady versus Belichick segment. Joe. Okay, Mark, are we going to be I surprised? Feel, I feel a little bad. I know. I know, right? I know. And well, you know listen. Mark, wait. Listen. You know, quickly, you know what's really funny? Yeah. I think people probably were going to be tuning into this tonight thinking that we were going to be a lot more pissed off than we usually than we than we are right now well maybe that's because it's a day later personally i didn't it's think we were going to have a show at all i was <laughs> well, like yeah, well there goes Pat day later last night if we did the show last night they would you were pissed off and then you passed out and drooled on yourself but you were pissed off last night you know anyway well yeah, I don't know, Chris. This is our Who last giving it to? Belichick. Who are you well, giving it to? Listen, I, I don't I don't have a choice because of the final score. I mean, Brady didn't do anything to beat us. I get it. Brady's, you know what I mean? It, it was I but his team won the game. So I mean, I I guess I mean I you gotta give it to Brady. They won the game. He does what he typically does. He won. That's why he's the greatest of all time. So because the score was 1917. By default, you have to give it to Brady last night because he beat us, right? No matter what we want to say about him, he beat us. 
The issue well, I his, have. I didn't, I'm sorry. His team beat us. Not necessarily him, but his team beat us. And to me, that's the key point in what you're saying in all this. And that's the key point, the key element to why I'm choosing who I'm choosing. Oh my God. The only thing I they lost say, the game, Chris. Now you now sit there, be quiet. Mute your mute his microphone for five seconds. Listen, here's what I'm gonna say. I don't care if they, they I don't care that they lost the game. Here's my whole thing. And the, the only criticism I'm gonna have is this. Only criticism I have of Belichick last night, other than the continuing issues of penalties and turnovers, as much as you can put that back to the coach. He's not running them out there telling them to commit penalties. 12 men on the field, 10 men on the field the day like, week before in New Orleans. That's coaching. So, yeah, that I got a, you know, I got a problem with. And I got a problem with the fourth down uh, not taking the timeout. Not necessarily deciding to kick the field goal, which I wouldn't have done, but to not call a timeout to even discuss it. That pissed me off. However, I'm giving Belichick the game ball. I'm giving Belichick the nod in this one. And the reason why I'm giving Belichick the nod is because everybody like you, Mark, and like me, and like everybody else around the country had this. Mark, what was your pick? What was your prediction in this oh, game? Oh, yeah, I thought they were going to score 45, 50 points. I did. Don't go down now. You said 50. I started in the 40s. And okay. then at the and, end, I, came, I settled on 51. Right. And you had the Patriots scoring how many? 20, right? Wasn't 20, it like 20, 20 17, yeah, 20, 20, 17, Which is what 20, they scored. 20, yeah. Right? Yep. So... You had him scoring 50. I had 41-20 as a final. Everybody else in the country except Rodney Harrison and Mike Florio had Tampa kicking the shit out of this team. Yep. And they didn't do it. Why? Why didn't it happen? Why did yeah. Brady why did Brady Brady throw for 50% of his passes? Why'd yeah. that happen? Yeah. It happened. It happened because Belichick is a good friggin' coach because he schemes up well. He's got his guys believing in what he, he has guys believing in what he needed to do last night. He had his guys believing that they could win that game, even though the rest of the world, the world in this epic event was telling them they couldn't beat them. And they yeah. damn well near beat them and probably should have beaten them. Yeah. Okay. To me, it was everything the Patriots did to themselves to lose that game versus anything Tampa Bay was doing to them. So to me, give the guy his damn due. Yeah, he's eight and twelve since Brady left. Give him his due. You know what? Give, we, give him his due. About, he's eight and twelve. He's eight and twelve since look, Brady left. Look, we're talking about that's fine. You could say that, but you know what? Right now, okay, last night's game, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a get the shit kicked out of you game, Mark. It just didn't no, happen that way. No, it wasn't. But you still lost. Yeah, okay, you lost, but not because of what Brady did. You know, he threw fifty percent of his passes, Mark. But his team won the game. His team won. So you want to get so 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 if it's Brady versus Tampa. I mean, if it's Belichick versus Tampa, then yeah, give it to Tampa. But this is this segment, Brady versus Belichick. And, and you're going to tell me that Brady game. outplayed Belichick last night? No he way. I don't believe that. He didn't win the game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers he won He took the him game. down the field to get the field goal, didn't he? Yeah. Who did that? Who did that? Uh, 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 Arians. Arians was over there. He was eating a, a steak sandwich on the drive. They couldn't find him. He was in the concession stand. He had a steak and cheese sandwich. Well, listen, uh, and by the way, lastly, on this whole uh, this whole thing, before we get to our two minute warning, um, Mark, what do you make of the uh, everybody wants to know our opinion on the meeting at the end of the game? Well, you know, I, I think it was neat. I think everybody's more more important to everyone than anything else. I Go think ahead. they cleared the air. I think they had to clear the air. I think it was a private thing. And, and I think it was, a you know, I think it was a smart thing on both 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 their parts to clear the air. 
and, and you know, and for well, whatever, tell the people, what, tell the people what we're talking about because most people think that they just hug quick and it was no, over. no, no. The, after the game was over, he Belichick went to the Tampa locker room and and evidently they took they they had either texted or or, or some somehow contacted each other during the week or their camps contacted each other during the week to say hey let's get together after the game which they did and they went into a private room and talked for about 20 minutes so so what they talked about we'll never know but but I think it was a it was classy on both their parts I think they had the clear the year Chris they they meant too much to each other over 20 years good bad or indifferent to not do that and they did it and and, and I think it was a good thing for, for, for the two of them to do that and and now and now you can finally put that behind you hence why we're ending the Brady Belichick segment that's over now. Put that behind them. And I think both guys can hopefully move forward. You know? Can we start up Brady Belichick in the sun? Oh, oh <laughs> forget it. Oh. Uh, listen, uh, Joe. Uh, they, Aaron, Mark, we, they that, do that's, that's where the change needs to happen. Mark, they got to do something can, with this kid. Listen, we got to get We can get into that next week on, on, on Pat on our at least cut his hair. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> at least cut his, yeah. his goddamn Mark, he's, he's wearing this mullet like he's in 1988. Yeah, Mark, you used to wear your hair yeah. like that in high school. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. I never wore my hair like that for Christ's sake. <laughs> I mean I, I, yeah I don't know what's he's wrong with him. He's got to look like wrong. a weird dude down yeah, there. Is. Yeah he is. You know he is, uh, at least look the part yeah Mark the coaching you know and, and we didn't have a lot of time to it's going to be part of my final thought about the coaching, but we get next week. We're going to have to Corso Catone next Saturday. We'll get into that more. We'll get into some of the coaching stuff that's going on in that team. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that meeting, that little meeting, Mark sums it up, but the, um, but do you make anything real quick of the comment after they had that meeting in, in, in Brady's press conference where he said, they asked him a question about coming back to new England. And he said, well, you never know what the future holds. Because I think they cleared the air enough where I think even if Belichick's the coach, but I don't necessarily think Bill will be the coach by the time Brady retires because I think he'll outlive him because it doesn't look like he's retiring anytime soon. But say he does retire. I think they might have cleared the air enough where Brady would come back on a one-day contract and, and, and retire a Patriot and they'd probably have a press conference. And I think he'd come to New England for, at the podium and, and retire as a Patriot with Kraft by his side, announcing his retirement as a New England Patriot. And and I think that was part of that 20-minute conversation is probably allowing that to happen, hence why he made that comment last night. Joe, did you catch what I just caught? Did you catch what I just caught, what Mark just said? Did anybody else? Let's catch that but me, that he said uh, that I think that I think Brady Belichick will be going before before Brady retires. Uh, before yeah. Brady retires, we can get we can get into that on Saturday. <laughs> let's pick that up on Corso. Let's pick that up on Corso and Catone Saturday, at seven p.m. Eastern. Because Mark, there's something behind that. There's yeah, something there behind that. There is. I don't, don't know. Don't forget to mention that pumpkin behind you. Either. Well, I was going to get into that in my final my final two minute warning. Uh, uh, we will. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> yeah, Mark. Also, a little teaser for Saturday too. I want you to tell everybody what you told me before we went to the game about this is the final year of Brady's contract in Tampa. Does that 20 minute meeting that they had mean Brady may not finish a career in Tampa and maybe somewhere else. Let's leave that for Saturday. Let's leave it for Saturday. Cause I have another theory that I talked to you about before the game. So let's leave all that for Saturday. Keep so, our viewers on the edge of their seat. Does coming home to new England mean just a one day contract. 
Yeah. Let's see. Right. Yeah, let's talk let's see it. what everyone we'll thinks. about that over the week uh, on Saturday. All right. Brady versus Belichick was brought to us by Jag Media Productions. Thankfully, they're here. We're here. We're in Jag Media Productions right now doing everything. So uh, kept it all together. So, Joe, let's get to our two-minute warning. Uh, I'll keep it brief because I know we're, we're, we're running a little bit over. But listen, I think yesterday everything let everything was, you know, hype and, and it was a great event and it was it was it was there was something going on in that stadium different and special and and, and I was glad I was there and it, it was something to see um it's it's something you probably we will probably never see again I mean it was it was even different than 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 a banner raising I'm glad I was there um and 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 I'm glad we can move on now from this hopefully that's it it's Brady Belichick it's over they played each other they had their they they said whatever they had to say they said their piece now let both let him and our franchise both move forward and, and, and see what the future holds for him and us. And and hopefully we can start winning again uh and get back on a winning track. And listen, I don't know who thought they were gonna be funny and stick a damn pumpkin on the back of that screen behind Chris. The damn they even had the pumpkin last night on the video screen at the game. And we tweeted something about that, these damn pumpkins. Yeah, we we picked that up. We picked that up today, Mark. Just for you, just to just yeah, to put that yeah, on there, yeah. just to kind of just to kind of drive home your issue about uh, the whole. I pumpkin. thought you were gonna have pumpkin Milano's for me last night. The, the whole pumpkin. Thank God you didn't give me any of that uh, that pumpkin ravioli that uh, that your wife made. My goodness, I can't even imagine. Listen, uh, Mark sums it up for me too, so I I, I won't even go there. Um, good night, good atmosphere. Uh, Would have liked to get the win. Um, but let's not put it behind us. Um, but they got to get right next week against the Texans. That's it. It's time to get this team right. It's time to get them moving on the right track. I, I'm I'm hap- happy and 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 optimistic about what Mac Jones brings to the table. Let's get back to football and let's put the drama behind us now and let's move on with Patriot football. Mark, some people uh, to thank tonight. We want to thank the good people over at Special Sauce Podcast, Startup Finance, and Drive Yourself to Success. SpecialSaucePodcast.com. Jag Media Productions again, Joe. Nice job, everything. Uh, Studio Forty Two Designs in the Providence, Rhode Island. Your for all your graphic design needs, Studio Forty Two Designs And we also want to thank Studio Forty Two Designs for allowing us to broadcast from their design studio. So special thanks to Marianne and everyone over at Studio Forty Two Designs. Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com allow us to be your voice. And Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading home watch and security firm. As always, our producer director sitting right over there, Joe Guarneri. Thanks so much for everything. So join us next week as the Patriots travel to Houston next Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. And our Patriots postgame, Pats Nation, will be joining you live 30 minutes following that and every Patriots game. So make sure you tune into that where Mark will have some new pearls and maybe we'll have some more pumpkins to put out there and also make sure you tune into Corso and Catone the real deal New England feel every Saturday 7 p.m. Eastern and we gave you a couple of teasers of to what to look for on the next show and we will also preview that Patriots Texans game so for Mark Catone Joe Guarneri I'm Chris Corso final score Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19 New England Patriots 17 the Patriots dropped their third home game in a row so long everyone